All audio podcasts for One Team, One Podcast are brought to you by Bank of England Mortgage. Talk to Patrick Michelson at Bank of England Mortgage, 225-939-9878, or visit boesouthernstates.com. That's Bank of England Mortgage, a proud partner of One Team, One Podcast. I'm Dylan Cruz, and you're listening to One Team, One Podcast. Welcome back, One Team, One Podcast. We are here to talk LSU basketball. Before we do that, um, we have our great sponsors, Bank of England Mortgage, BOESouthernstates.com. Go check out BOESouthernstates.com for your refi mortgage needs. Patrick Michelson will walk you through everything that you need. That's Bank of England Mortgage proud uh sponsor of all of our audio podcasts for one team one podcast also fred's in tigerland uh oldest college bar in baton rouge since 1982 they still have drink specials every night uh go get a screwdriver from uh fred's uh happy martin luther king day as well there i'm sure they got everything rocking and rolling over there uh for all the students that are off today also, courtesy, Buick GMC, um, Brandon Lejean, one of the biggest basketball fans that I know and probably will be tuning into this one for sure because uh, I'm about to rip it up on uh, LSU basketball a little bit. Let's rip off the band-aid a little bit on Matt McMahon. Um, but courtesy, Buick GMC, doing great things over in Lafayette, 4750 Johnston Street in Lafayette. Cars in the lot. I know that's a big deal for uh, car dealers, but they do have cars on the lot. But if you reach out to Brandon and if there's anything that you're looking for, he can search and find it for you. They can deliver cars to you. They can take care of paperwork like they did with me, um, actually all online as well. So um, didn't have to really go into the lot. I, I went in there at one point just to, to fill out a couple of things, but I could do most of everything on um, uh, on email. So uh, go check out Brandon Lejean over at Courtesy Buick GMC in Lafayette. Also, Bocock Brothers Cigars. Um, love those guys. They are actually uh, were in town about a week ago. So um, love them. Out of, they're out of Houston. Uh, they went to LSU, LSU grads, doing great things in the cigar industry. Uh, they had a couple of their uh, cigars ranked in the top 10 on a lot of uh, publications. So go check out BocockBrothers.com. And last but not least, River Cities Total Maintenance, Lucas Ragusa over at River Cities um, in the North Shore uh, in the New Orleans area. So check out River Cities Total Maintenance for all your AC, refrigeration, electrical needs. Lucas Ragusa will take care of you. I promise you that. Okay, let's rip it off. Mag McMahon era, era is um, starting very slow, let's just say. Uh, actually, did I think they did a great job of getting through the um, pre-conference. Everybody's going to critique that schedule a little bit. I think there are some teams in there that were probably uh, going to be tournament teams that you don't realize yet, like a Winthrop and shit like that. Um, but, you know, they the one loss was to Kansas State uh, in a neutral site tournament. 
uh, Kansas State's turning out to be a very good team. Uh, so I think they ended up ended up uh, twelve and one going into conference, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, get the huge first win against Arkansas, um, and then they they play really hard against uh, Kentucky. So that was our first two, and it was like, okay, you're one and two. That could have could have been worse. I mean, it's Arkansas is got is loaded with talent. Although uh, Nick Smith was um, not not playing in that game, and that's their best player. Um, I think we've seen Kentucky now. Uh, we see that you know they're they're up and down. Obviously, um, they actually just had a huge win. Um, I guess that was against Auburn. Yeah, yeah, beat Auburn uh, the other night. I think that was Auburn. Wait. Am I mistaken? No, Tennessee. They beat Tennessee. Sorry about that. Yeah, beat Tennessee at Tennessee. Huge win. Uh, top five win for Kentucky. So up and down. Uh, they, they've looked good and bad. Uh, so still jury's still out on that game. And so actually I was before that, um, right after that game, I still picked LSU to maybe make the, the tournament last four in. That was my prediction. Uh, if you follow us on social media, you probably saw that. But my prediction was make the last four in, maybe get bounced in the first round of the tournament, something like that. Um, I, I kind of liked it, the direction. And then the wheels fucking fell off. They went to Texas A&M. Buzz Williams can coach up, coach up a team. They're very hard to play. They have a lot of effort. And we looked like complete dog shit. Dog shit. And Texas A&M just had their way with us. Out-physicaled us out hustled us did everything better than us in that game and that was deflating that's a game that i really expected us to go in um i mean winning on the road in the sec is going to be tough but you should have won that game um but now i look back at it and a&m's 4-0 in the conference so um you know who who who's to who's to tell but then we come back home and we play florida uh, Florida is another team that's kind of up, been up and down a little bit. Um, still have Castleton. You have a brand new coach, uh, Todd Golden from uh, San Francisco. And I felt like going into the game, these are two teams that are kind of in the same boat, right? You have LSU with Matt McMahon having to turn over the complete roster, basically. Uh, start from scratch, bring in his guys. Todd Golden comes in as a miss mismatch mixed match of players chris castleton is like the one guy that i feel like has been around for a little bit you got alex fudge on the fucking team um but yeah they're they're piecing together their roster just like we are and let me tell you they looked better than us and that got me really worried that was um a little bit of a wake up call it should be for the lsu basketball fan base that this is going to take some time and um, it's surprising to me that a guy like Todd Golden in Florida looked better than us this quickly. And it got me thinking a little bit about some other things. It, you know, it's like it's like everything's cool. Um, there's a Nate Bargatze line. Uh, he was talking about a DJ at his wedding. He was like, you know, he's an okay DJ. But then whenever he messes up a song, you realize, hey, why does he have a wooden leg? <laughs> and you didn't recognize it until he messes up. Well, now I'm looking at LSU and they've messed up and I'm looking at a few things internally of, you know, we got some big recruits that came in last year and they're not seeing the floor. And are they misses? Are they not getting developed? Either way, it's a problem. 
And those are st- some of the things that I'm starting to look at. Um, Justice Hill. Justice Hill coming in at point guard. He was all all um, MVC last year at Murray State. And um, looks like crap, to be honest with you. K.J. Williams is the only the only guy that's on the team that has M- NBA ability at this point, in my opinion. Um, Adam Miller is not who we thought he was going to be. Um, I thought he was going to be just a complete scorer, giving the ball. Um, he's just, I mean, obviously at the beginning of the season he was so cold. But um, still, I don't think that he's the guy that we thought he was going to be. Um, Trey Hannibal you know, went off for a couple of games there uh, against um, Arkansas and Kentucky. Uh, before that, he was only averaging like four points a game. Now he's still only averaging five points a game. So there's a lot to be worried about. But uh, Jalen Reed, um, Tyrell Ward, and Sean Phillips were all five or four-star players coming in. And... These are guys that normally would start right away for a team. If you're a five-star in college basketball out of high school, you're probably going to play a lot. And if you're not playing a lot, I don't know what the problem is. And right now I can tell you that there's an issue with talent level. Uh, We just saw it against Alabama. We got our freaking brains blown out against Alabama. And if you didn't see that coming, shame on you. Um, But that was a walking into a hornet's nest uh, at Alabama, who has got everything rolling, by the way. Um, could be a easily a Final Four team. But um, it makes you think about where things could have been. Um, obviously, Will Wade had this thing humming. And you may not like the way that he got players, but he got players and they played. Um, now... What do we have? And if you want to start blaming Will Wade for all this, fuck off. This is the wrong podcast because that ain't what happened, bro. He's doing the same thing that everybody else is doing. Yeah, he made a mistake. He got caught on tape. He should have never been the guy caught on tape. Um, That's why Bruce Pearl uses a fall guy. That's why Bill Self uses a fall guy. Everybody uses a fall guy, and he's the one that got caught on tape, and Honestly, all the Blue Bloods didn't like Will Wade because he was still in their fucking recruits. So I think we've talked in length about this and what what my feelings are on that. But now you have a guy in Matt McMahon that has some huge, huge shoes to fill. You've got to get talent in. You've got to develop it. And it really sucks when I see Todd Golden developing his guys at a higher rate than us. Why are they so much more talented than us? Those are questions that I have. Why is Buzz Williams coaching his teams at a much better clip than we are? You know, I, if you're not a talented team in the SEC, I get it. Like, we completely overhauled this entire roster. Got guys from Murray State. Murray State was a great team last year, obviously, in their league. It's not the same as this league. This this league is just a different animal. But what I would expect to see at that point, if you have a talent mismatch, is effort shooting the ball well, things like that, defense. Right now, we are near the bottom of the league in offense. No movement. We're just a high pick-and-roll team. 
These are things that you should be concerned about. I know I am. I thought that this would be a little bit different coming in. Um, I would. I didn't expect us to compete for the league or anything, but I did think a may, maybe an eight and eight uh, kind of start. I think it's eight and eight. Was it? Would that be sixteen? Or I think we're eighteen. So nine and nine start. Um, maybe sneak into the tournament with a good. Yeah, it would make that would have made us um, a ten loss team going into the tournament play. So, you know, I I think those are the things that we should have expected out of this team. And quite honestly, it's probably where you're going to see a team like Florida. I'm not, I think I'm going to probably compare us to Florida for the rest of the fucking year. Like this is a guy that came in and he had to piece together his roster just like we did. So I, and uh, now I'm really I'm starting to look at other players at other teams that left us. You know, Eric Gaines was always one of my favorites over at UAB, doing really well. Um, not to mention Jalen Cook over at Tulane. He's been gone for a few years now, but he is still lighting it up at Tulane. He's averaging 18 points. He's a point guard. 18 points, five assists a game. I would love to have that right now. Um, Brandon Brandon Murray made Sports Center the other night, just like dunked on some dude at Georgetown. Um, so there's a couple of things that I, I – I am uh, deeply worried about on the direction of the program. And it's not to say that I'm not going to give Matt McMahon time. Obviously, he's got to have the time. And he's going to have to get his guys in. But you need, to get, you need to get some dogs in here. And I can tell you one thing that Will Wade did really, really good at, and nobody can, um, nobody can argue with it, is that he got guys in here. Got multiple guys in here. And then when he what he did with those guys, you may you may argue that he didn't develop them at a, at a great clip. And I don't know if that was his forte, but you know there was some things that Will Wade was great at, and you can't argue with that. Now Matt McMahon has got to get these guys in here, and then he's gonna have to develop them. And if you don't get guys in, you better develop at a high clip. Look at Buzz Williams again. He doesn't have that much talent on that roster. But they play so freaking hard. Got to be the hardest playing team in the SEC. And they're not going to win all these games. I mean, they're 4-0 right now, but they haven't played the toughest teams yet. But they're going to play hard. And I would expect that if I was an A&M fan. I would expect, okay, my team's going to probably be the hardest playing team on the floor. They may not have the talent, but they're going to play hard. That's what I would have expected out of Matt McMahon right now in LSU basketball. You know, going into Alabama and losing is one thing. Going into Alabama and being down by, you know, what was it, 30, point, 30 points at half, 40-point loss, that's fucking embarrassing. And that's a joke. And Scott Woodward should be embarrassed. And I'm sorry, but Scott Woodward is, he's got to have some kind of onus on this. This is this is the guy that you you brought in after Will Wade, and you can blame Will Wade all you want for this. But, I mean, other guys are doing it. Todd Golden's doing it. They're doing all right. They play hard. They win games. They have ball movement. That Florida LSU game, they move the ball. They move the ball. They look bouncier than us. All this stuff. Alex Fudge is coming back into the PMAC doing alley-oops on us. So, that's a guy who averaged three points a game for us last year, by the way. Now he looks really good, doesn't he? So a few things that I was uh, 
needed to talk about with Mac McMahon. I not ready to say red alert yet. I don't think that's the right move. I think you need to let this season play out. I think it's going to be a very rocky season. I think we're going to still have some wins that we probably weren't expecting. Um, but then you're going to have some losses that you're not expecting. And I know at the end of the season, our, our schedule looks a lot easier at the end of the season. But right now, I mean, when you're when you're ranked, what, I think 11th in the league in scoring out of 14, uh, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough for you to – I think we're I think we're averaging 69 points a game. We're giving up 67 points a game. That's not a recipe for a winning season by any means. That's not a recipe for an NIT berth by any means. So this could be a very rocky first season for LSU basketball. And I, for one, wasn't expecting it to look like this. But here we are. And um, a lot of people had criticism for Will Wade last year. During the season, by the way. Uh, had a lot of criticism for Will Wade because he had the talent and he didn't they weren't didn't look like they were getting over the hump a few times. Uh, I remember Will hashtag Will Wade is a fraud uh, being talked about on social media. Is Will Wade a fraud? Um, you better start talking about Mac McMahon in the same breath. You know we're gonna give him a we're giving him this year, but next year it better look much different than this because. You had a guy in Will Wade that got you to a level that we could have catapulted on, and um, this is right now is down in the dumps. Like I said, that was an embarrassing loss for LSU basketball and one that nobody should be proud of. Um, all right, so just a few minutes on Matt McMahon. Uh, we have uh, Bengals and Bills next weekend, divisional playoffs. Huge, huge game. Obviously, uh, the game that didn't get played before in Cincinnati will now be played in Buffalo. If I'm, if I'm, yes, I believe that's correct. Uh, I would fully expect Demar, uh, Demar Hamlin to make an appearance in that game. Uh, not playing, obviously, but uh, maybe on the sidelines. But uh, what a great game last night with um, the Bengals and Ravens. Ravens defense playing lights out. Uh, they have been all year. Um, that team with Lamar Jackson would have been scary in the playoffs, but Lamar's being a little bitch. Um, but hopefully that that uh, that bitch comes to New Orleans. Uh, I would love to see Lamar Jackson in black and gold. Would take a miracle. But huge, huge uh, NFL playoff game next weekend with the Bengals going to the Bills. Uh, a lot of good games, actually, next weekend, but that one will be the highlight, obviously. Um yeah, and then on the LSU football front, um, you have some transfers that have come that have come in. Um, I still think I know the last podcast we were talking about Walker Howard. I still think you may need a um, a quarterback. Um, maybe not right now. Maybe springtime, something like that. You get a guy. Um, maybe right after spring, I should say, just to kind of fill up that uh, quarterback room a little bit more. I don't think it would be anybody that would be a starter level or anything like that uh, I think they're comfortable with the two guys they have but they just need to make sure that they both stay and nobody gets hurt things like that so um, but I know they uh, gotten some help cornerback linebacker uh, I think there's a few guys from South Carolina that they're looking at bringing in they're gonna be edge rushers but B- Jordan Birch if they can get him he was a he was one of the top players in the country coming out of high school and almost picked LSU then so I'm sure that's somebody that they're looking at. Um, 
Yeah, and I, I I trust the process in Brian Kelly. Right now, I don't necessarily trust the process with Matt McMahon. So, um, baseball starting here soon. Fully trust the process of Jay Johnson. I think uh, he could be our savior for this lowly basketball season, Jay Johnson. Um, yeah, I mean, they should have a – I know they're number one in the country coming in. Should have a – roster that gets you to Omaha for sure I and I I actually put this on predictions as well I feel like we'll be a top top eight seed obviously uh win the supers and get to Omaha and I left it at that I feel like once you get to Omaha it's tough to pick who who goes who's who's gonna who's gonna win it all um unless you have like a a roster like Vandy had a few years back um, and I was talking to somebody recently about LSU baseball and Vandy baseball. Somebody, somebody had mentioned, oh, well, Vanderbilt's always really good. And I, I, I tried to explain to them, you know, with the NIL now, uh, Vandy is going to come back to the pack a little bit more. They used to be able to give all these academic scholarships and have a leg up on everybody else, whereas now they can use NIL money to supplement some of these, co- these scholarship res- restrictions you know, 11.7 fucking scholarships where Vandy was given out like 30 academics. Uh, we used some tops, but you know, to get out of state guys, you can't do that. They were getting guys, um, first round draft picks to come to, to come to school because they could give them a full ride at Vanderbilt. So now with NIL, everything's kind of coming back to the pack a little bit. Um, I wouldn't expect to see them as dominant as they used to be. I'm sure they'll still be really good. Um, but uh, LSU baseball is showing their strength right now in uh, marketing ability, in uh, facilities, uh, NIL for sure, a fan base. Um, it's electric here. Um, a lot of guys talk about whenever they played at LSU and then they had to go to the minors. They had to go to A-ball. Like you, you're taking a bus. Like that, you, you didn't have to do that at LSU. So this is uh, the uh, – a proven place to win and uh they should be on back on top this year and again saving grace this year uh for this basketball season that uh looks like it's doomed so uh hopefully not too negative today on martin luther king day but uh i just saw that this weekend and felt like we had to talk about it um anyway you have any comments or anything uh hit us up on social media uh, we have our uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's One Team One Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Go check us out. So this is, will be available on Spotify, Apple, um, and uh, we'll start doing some YouTube videos again, like we used to. Uh, go check us out also on TikTok, uh, One Team One Pod. Um, we'll post some, some videos every now and then. We have a pretty good following on TikTok. Also. Uh, you can reach out to us at one team one pod at gmail.com. And again, we appreciate all of our sponsors, Bank of England Mortgage, uh, BOE, SouthernStates.com, River Cities Total Maintenance, Lucas Ragusa, uh, Courtesy, Buick GMC, Brandon Lejean, Fred's Bar in Tigerland, appreciate Nay and the Boys, and Bocock Brothers Cigars, uh, BocockBrothers.com. Might have a Bocock here shortly. So. Uh, Happy Martin Luther King Day, everybody. This has been One Team One Podcast. Logging out.
rocking the boat.